Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. That's the best one right there. It's funny, my teammates say, you act like you just got out of prison. I said, well, you know. I would be mentally a lot sharper at this point had I eaten more cheese. You know, obviously, kind of like a ma- the master in the, you know, had one. It's never been about revenge. It's about a reckoning. Hey, what up? It's Mercedes Lewis here, a.k.a. Big Dog. When you're listening to Poor Man's Package Podcast, go Pack Go. Hello and welcome to another edition of Poor Man's Packers Podcast, the one Packers Podcast in the state of our minds. I'm Spencer, joined as always with Kyle and Hank. Boys, hello. Hello. Hank, welcome back. Uh, nice to have you after a, I don't know, what has it been? It's been like an every Feels other... Feels like a month. Six months. Yeah, you... You come and go as you please. You know, a little bit of fame, and Busy all of a sudden, man. it's straight to your head. You think you can call the shots? Mm-hmm. What's new with you, Hank? Not much. First, I'd like to make a uh, huge apology to Verbal Gunslinger. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted you go to on. know that, like, I was already feeling guilty, and then when I saw that tweet um, last week, I'm not. Yeah, it, verbal. Re- yeah, for those yeah. who don't know, Verbal Gunslinger is probably our number one fan. Isn't at this it Gunslinger? Point. It might be. I think he's overtaken Chelsea at this point. She's kind of um, missing in action right now on Twitter, but I think he's he's uh, filled in nicely. Yeah. So, yeah. Continue. Yeah. So I just what, yeah. what is the tweet that we're referencing here? Uh, he tweets us a lot, and he said he's got to get his act together. Hank yeah, I do got to get my act. Oh together. yeah, he's right. You know, and speaking of getting like my act together, it's been cold lately. You mm-hmm. know, it's getting um, cold. Yeah. And like I I don't know I was at work and you know I'm doing the cart line. Um, and when it gets cold, it's like I didn't have hand warmers, so I was sticking my hands down my pants, and my boss caught me. He's like, can't be doing that. So, you know, now I've been... Well, bit- were you going front or back to warm your hands? It, you know, it just depends on who was watching. Yeah, and, so, yeah. and so, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, so I've been bringing hand warmers, you know, some, uh, you know, sometimes I'll... You grab a towel and I'll, I'll I'll warm it up in the sink in the bathroom and maybe that's what you need for Christmas. We need to get you one of the Aaron Rodgers fanny pack hand warmers. Ooh. I've actually got one of those. Great segue here. Um, I'll be hunting <laughs> this weekend and they have the little fanny packs too to warm your hands and so you don't have to wear gloves. So you know you're always ready to pull that trigger if a big old butt comes out of Very the woods. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Or uh, you know, or Karen gets out of your SUV and sees you standing behind a row of carts and mean mugs you and talks to your boss. Relatable. Very relatable. Something else, I'll bring this up. Uh, Before last week, Hank and I did hang out in the real world, and it's a very Hank thing to have happen. We went Do you and guys saw, hang out in the virtual world, too? Sometimes. It just depends. We will eventually. I'm sure we'll have to have uh, Zoom episodes. Oh, so. the metaverse. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> but we went and saw the movie The Eternals. Uh Right in on character. Yeah. Hank halfway through got up, got a pizza. A pizza? A, a whole pizza. A whole pizza at the movie theater. Whoa. Ate it. Ate it. <laughs> That's incredible. Ate it all by himself and then fell asleep right after. 
So just to be fair, just to be fair, it was a Friday night, right? It was a Friday night. In the movie theater? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a Friday night. It was busy, you know. Um, and and I I saw the pizza beforehand, and I saw that it was eight for a small, and it was like eleven dollars for a large. And so if I'm spending eight dollars, three dollars more isn't that much, right? So in Friday payday, and right, so right, I was yeah. like better splurge. And so yeah, I I thought about it for about half the movie. And then I was getting a little sleepy, so I stood up, walked around a bit, decided on the large. Well, and like, I don't know, like sometimes those pizzas at a movie theater, like they'll be like more like personal pizzas, right? Yeah. But no, this yes. was like, was, this, this, this was like a goddamn like Hedgie's pizza, you know? <laughs> and, movie theater yeah. serving pizza is, is new to yeah. me. <laughs> and so I was carrying it back and like it had like the cardboard, right? And it was like greasy and hot. Didn't and so I'm like trying nice. not to drop it. <laughs> Um, and then I just, then I like, yeah, I just slowly ate it and then I fell asleep and I woke up with a greasy cardboard. I I literally, I, in my lap, I bumped Hank to wake up after the, uh, the first post credit scene happened. I was like, damn, did you see that? And I, I'm like, oh, were you sleeping? (laughs) Yes. So. All right. Let's talk about football. Yeah. Let's, we can, now that that's over with, we can we can talk about football. The Packers won 17 nothing against the Seattle Seahawks in Lambeau Field. We'll talk about the game. We'll have our pick six, the six plays that shaped the game, break down the offense and defense. We'll have take news for the week. Hey, everyone's talking about it. We'll talk about it to the stock sale, which is currently Ooh. going on. Uh, after that, we'll have our normal is Kyle and Idiots and Packers trivia. And then we'll have our preview of the Vikings game for this weekend. And then we'll have, uh, according to Hank, this week too. Right, Hank? Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Okay, well, without further ado, pick six. Yeah. Pick six. Pick six. Pick six. Yeah. All right, first pick six play for the week. Uh, currently at this time of the game for this play, it is 0-0. Zero, zero. Second down, Packers are in Seattle territory just after crossing midfield. Rodgers takes the snap. No one is open, and slowly the pressure gets to him. He is sacked, pushed out of field goal range. Rishing Green is the guy who did it. They throw it to Devontae on third down, pick a couple more yards to get into field goal range, but that leads to the Mason Crosby missed field goal. Um, I guess I'll just say this. We have, we've said too many times on the show, we are the number one Packer snapping mm-hmm. long snapper podcast. Mm-hmm. This one and the hold both look pretty good. I this was going to say, yeah, like this everything like a straight up miss from everything Mason. but the kick was looked solid. Yeah, the whole operation besides the actual, you know, kick was was solid. The snap looked good, hold looked good. He was able to spin it, get the laces out. Um, but yeah, it was kind of a similar drive to I think maybe Washington where they were moving the ball down the field and you know, you felt good and then just a second down sack kind of just sucks the air out of the building. And, yeah. And the drive stalls. And then, yeah, the missed kick, no points, gut punch. I felt like it was a good one just to get it going because the offense, I don't know if you guys remember, wasn't too productive for three quarters of this game, kind of like last week. Well, and, and like, I I don't know. Like, I can't blame Mason totally for that because it it is like one of those things where it's been like the – 
I don't know, the process, the long snapping, the operation, everything, operation. the operation, yeah, <laughs> the operation yeah, um, has been so bad that he's probably like compensating for it. And 100%. he's like, yeah, he's like, okay, this is going to be bad. I'm going to need to really like, I don't know, like do something different. And, and then it was good. And <laughs> what, yeah. do you, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. How this, do you prepare for that? This is uh, my hot take. Maybe it's not too hot, but I think going to be premature probably but i feel decent about the field goal unit now i think that was kind of the bump in the road that missed field goal because mason's like okay that one's on me maybe i can trust you guys now the two extra points they, that we had were completely fine and all the snaps was have windy. been decent huh? they did say it was yes. windy so they're saying wind could have been an effect with that kick but it's never affected mason before i just it was a weird kick how it came off straight and then and just then went, went directly way right. right so yeah. you know when you're like trying to like you have that one person you can never get a handshake quite right it's like a handshake oh, fist dude, bump or I, a dab and then, or a, and then yeah you're like worst. okay well like this time like you know troy is gonna end up giving me the like the fist bump right yeah. and then like you're ready for it and it's he goes for the yeah for the, like for the you, business then handshake. you're like right in the palm and, and then like, he fuck. goes for the fist and then you go for the oh yeah. the worst like it is i've well i've always struggled yeah. when we watch I, the I always game struggle with fisting when we when we watch the game at your house hank um when we left it was that same thing because i'm someone who early 20s and now you know 29 years old yeah not so enough. early 20s early anymore, 20s. spinny no i'm saying this whole range oh. like now yeah. i'm exiting the the kind of well i like to think the kind of dap territory so now i'm always i'm always going handshakes and when i let when we left your place to watch the cardinals game i went for the handshake you came in for a little bit of you know that little pull at the end and i'm like i'm sorry i was I was shaking, so oh, I always. I, I was just sad you were leaving, and like I wanted <laughs> to get close one last time. Okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, but I wanted to bring up a point. How you know we always talk about, um, like the, the the narratives that show up on games that are like, uh, repeating over and yep. over until it happens. Like this year was the red zone defense. Yep. And then I think the the year before was opening drive touchdowns. Yep. Now one is forming, and it's the first quarter points. They've yeah. scored I think zero they've scored zero points and I think like seven of their games this year. Yeah. So that's something that is probably gonna be one of those things that is gonna show up on every graphic on the broadcast until they actually score a point in the first quarter. Yeah, shit. That's a good point. Well, we'll have to see. Hopefully it's one of those. It's almost you know, we saw with the Chiefs this week, completely different thing, but everyone's like, Oh, the Chiefs are struggling, oh the Chiefs are struggling, and then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, wait, never mind. Yeah, they're, wait. they're the Chiefs. It's the Chiefs, yeah. Yeah, it's Patrick. But Mahomes. I mean, no, that and then I that makes the perform the Jordan Love game look that much better, I think. <sighs> We're going into the fourth quarter, and I'm like, God damn it. Rogers is Jordan Love right now. You know, it's been not exactly, but it's the same type of scoreboard and everything going into hmm. fourth quarter. Hot take. Give love a chance. Yeah, yeah. Hank, you got, you got a quick love take. You weren't able to. Uh, love, love. You weren't with us last week. So what did you think? Yeah, of Jordan? I still love, love. I, you know, like I just, I feel bad for the guy. Like Why? I, well, like I just feel like he wasn't really set up for success in that game. Yeah, and like that, that doesn't like remove all blame or be like, oh, like whatever. But like I just. I remember, like, the first four games, Justin Field plays, like, like absolute ass yeah. in, like, a lot of those games. And I just remember everyone just, like, Ready to write pampering. No, like, everyone was, like, still, like, Justin Field's fans, oh, right? Oh, yeah. And, like, I don't know. Like, there's just always, like, I feel, like, I feel like 
love just I, I'm just like willing to give him the same chance like people give other QBs. Yes. Is it, what I like it's is not where unreasonable I'm at. at all. It is weird to see how different young quarterbacks are, are treated like you saw Mitch Trubisky. We all know now that he wasn't that great of a quarterback when he was starting for the Bears, but God, Justin Fields, it's something like because the draft complex thought he was a good player and they thought everyone thought it was a good move to move up. I mean he did throw fifty touchdowns in the Big Ten. True that, but then it's like that along with Matt Nagy being the head coach has given him so many excuses when, you know, Jordan Love, we have been pretty hard on him and I have been, but it's like something weird with Jordan with Fields where no one wants to like criticize him yeah. too much. And I mean, like, I'm I'm happy to do yeah. it. I will yeah, I but, will bear that burden. And, and like <laughs> I think I think Fields is like like a good rookie QB yeah. and like I like he's like I don't know the last yeah. few games he's looked pretty good. It's and, t- it's 10 and, like met average plays yeah. and then one really there good. There was yeah. there was one Sunday I didn't I wasn't able to catch I think most of the game where they played the Niners and I remember checking Twitter and people just going nuts like holy shit Justin Fields holy shit. Yeah. And then I look at his stat line I'm like this is what we're going crazy. I mean, it was an incredible play he made, yeah, like the yes. run he made. It was awesome, but like this, he threw for like 160 yards, a pick, and it's like yeah. this is what we're we're going nuts over. Like, well, and then I like look back at, I don't know, like I look back at like someone like Lamar and how much like shit Lamar got for oh my, years, and, still, and like still. and like Lamar is like continually like yeah played really Elite. well in big moments Elite. like i know like the first playoff time he had like wasn't great but like this year how many games has he like come back yeah and like a handful already yeah like i mean Lit- he literally an mvp candidate this year he's won an mvp but because he was what a late first rounder you know yeah. it's been yeah, a yeah. long Teams thing for to play fucking running back like yeah, yeah. It, it's a long process for everyone exhausting. to agree that he's a good player but like when you see i don't know like it's just it's wild to me because like you see justin fields make that play and it's just like this absolute like celebration mm-hmm. like this kid's the future yeah and then you see like lamar make that play two years ago and people are like he's gonna get injured in six months yeah exactly or he, sh- he should just go to running back full yeah. time it's yeah like- and lamar that one play where lamar scored that touchdown he split like everyone down the field his first year Cincinnati, like yeah. oh my gosh all right that play second piss six play. <laughs> quite the quite the tangent the second piss six play uh seahawks ball it's three nothing right now packers got a field goal third and five mid second quarter packers rush four third down like i said and gary eventually picks up a sack just power move brings him down forces the seahawks to punt he was getting and he was causing havoc all all day it felt like like he was there was plenty of times where he was right there almost ready to make the play but russell a little weasel a little weasel in the pocket a little 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 shimmy out of there and and good on his feet but um yeah it was good to get home there i don't know if there's a better quarterback in like a small pocket than russell wilson mm-hmm. he does more with less aside from this game i guess but you know i think we only ended up with two sacks on the day which is incredible for 38 pressures i believe or 32 pressures at the packers it's funny his size was like his biggest criticism coming out and now <laughs> yeah. it's like such an advantage for when he's in the pocket like that yeah, it's funny to think about. And as a while, he just doesn't look fast. Mm-hmm. Like, and he—I he, know he is fast. He's, I know he he's is more fast. quick than fast. Yeah, like, but it's just—I don't know. Like, sometimes he'd like he'd like when he took off and started running. I was like, oh, they're gonna catch like when him. He's, yeah, when he's exiting the pocket, yeah. he looks quick. But once he actually gets in open field and strides, yeah, he looks pretty slow. Like, I don't know. There's something about the way that he moves that, in like, the, my brain doesn't like doesn't compute. 
I don't. I was gonna say his first move is always fast to me. Like that first move when he goes from quarterback to running back or mm-hmm. whatever, real quick. That's what is most impressive for me. But back to like Gary and the pressure. It's crazy. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> tangents this week so far. It's another thing. Um, just going back and it's like we said last year and it's this year again. How the week one narratives just you kind of build off them. But week one, how the front four. You know, we would just bring the first four guys didn't get any pressure at all, and now. We'll see, actually, what, we'll see what happens with Merciless, but we're able to create some type of pressure just about every single play, just bringing our base guys and that, in. That reminds me about week one narratives, how I I try to make it a point to now apologize to Joe Barry at the beginning of every episode, so I missed that. So let me take the time to say I'm sorry, Joe Barry. You are pretty scary. Ooh. Uh, Joe Barry is, is pretty scary, and yeah, we were wrong. Yeah, I will, like, probably concede that he is alive <laughs> all right yeah perfect he is he is a real person uh oh, yeah, i forgot about our weekend at bernie yeah like he's making i i believe that he is making the decisions and he's doing a very good job <laughs> it's just tough to always to have reoccurring bits because i feel like i should explain them just because some people probably aren't listening all season so <laughs> yeah. there's you know like a couple you'll, weeks you'll, ago too I mean, you'll pick it up a also uh goes. this this is a pure knock on wood that is actually really is that that is a good coffee? That table. is a good coffee table. It's a coffee table that my dad made. His name is Smuts. 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 That is his nickname, not his real name. Third piss six play. Third and ten. Wilson drops back, gets pressured first by Preston, and f- runs to the left. The Seahawks are in the red zone already here. Throws it to the corner of the end zone where one Kevin King jumps in front of it, catches it, goes to the ground. The ball might squirt out, but he picks it back up, runs. He's all happy. We go to commercial break, not really sure what's going on. And the most weird, like, official Decision. review yeah. ever where it's just like the ref doesn't say anything. I guess they just, you know, said it stands. It didn't officially review it. Just whistles it. All right, we're playing. And Packers turnover. Kevin yeah, King no, actually no caught the ball. or anything. Yeah, that was, uh, that was cool. But, yeah, good for Kevin, man. I mean... Even it's like even when he makes the great play, it's right. like he can't like one hundred percent make the great play. Like he yeah. just left that point zero three percent chance of it going terribly wrong, and it's like there's always doubt in the Kevin King play. Uh, but I love you, Kevin. But come on, he's played well the last two weeks. Oh yeah, I saw uh, Dyer, whatever his last name is, on Twitter posted that he's like the top rated corner since week five, which is like, oh cool. But I dove into that too. It's like he's only played in three games since week five, so we could probably pump the brakes a little bit. But but he's it, played well overall. Yes, I mean the secondary you, as a whole. It's crazy yeah. how well they've you been don't playing. you don't pick the stat. The stat picks you. Yeah. Okay. Right, yeah, the the Kirk Cousins, uh, yeah. you know, he's lived by picking stats for for people. Just find the nice window. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the fourth <laughs> pit six play, Packers ball third and six, pretty similar to the Russell Wilson one we just talked about. Rodgers evades the rush, rolls out to the right, starts getting out of it, and just before getting hit, he lets the ball out, throws it to one Josiah Deguara, misses him quite a bit, and it is picked off by uh, God. What's his nickname again? The safety for the uh for the seahawks is it Diggs? Is no it not not Diggs. jamal adams jamal adams blitz oh, boy blitz boy is Diggs get, safety too uh he's the guy for the uh for the cowboys yeah. uh trevon Diggs. Yeah. yeah he's really good well i thought there was a oh, Diggs. Quandre Diggs. Quandre yeah. Diggs. oh i got you now okay yeah well, a lot of digs in the league um but yeah rogers throws a pick <laughs> in the red zone doesn't happen too often my conspiracy brain i do think 
he knew it was a bad ball. It was third and six. Maybe the field goal wasn't going to happen, and he saw Josiah DeGuara. So he's like, <laughs> I'll throw it by him. If it doesn't happen, I can at least yell at him after the play for not being in the I right mean, spot. I mean, it really was like like jaw-droppingly uncharacteristic from Aaron yeah. Rodgers. I mean, that was like like you you never – I mean, you rarely see that like – just in the league in general anymore like I've, i feel like quarterbacks have you know as a whole gotten better well, of we're blessed dumb, that we don't see it very often dis- yeah i guess yeah I, I don't really but like you just never see because if he's gonna make a throw like that like on the run you know with the pressure it's gonna be you know on a rope or at someone's feet or out of the end zone but that was yeah. like a pure like like a punt like into the it was it was so bizarre so uncharacteristic i Watching it back, I was even more shocked. I was going to say, you assume when those plays happen and the ball is coming out, there's either someone wide open or he's throwing it out of the Where, end zone. Yeah, to the second row, but oof, very weird. Yeah, a little and rusty was, coming and was, back. And I was very like, because like the meme now with Jamal Adams is like he had he had Vince Wilfork has like more career interceptions than him, but now they're like tied oh, yeah? because of that. And it's like, oh, I was just like kind of had some embarrassment like man you really let that dude pick you off and he, yeah he posted that picture on twitter too saying like meme this i don't understand how some people run their social whatever that yeah. shit doesn't matter i need to stop talking about no shit. you're our number one social media behavior analyst yeah well <laughs> you don't want me to get on zedarius because zedarius of course Uh-oh. had to you can't you do it you got me actually <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah oh. i i don't even want to explain on here but i'll i'll say I'm sure people saw the post uh, Zedarius had on Instagram. It was posted on Twitter as well, where he was in line someplace and some lady couldn't afford like $2,000 for a water pump, which apparently is too expensive anyway. So who knows if it was actually that much. But you can't do a good deed, apparently, without posting it on social media. And Zedarius was guilty of that today. But it's still, hey, very nice to do that. Yeah, I'm glad Kyle, you did you're that. the worst. You're just the worst. Hey, I hate myself too, Kyle. Don't <laughs> worry. I will. I will say, like... I don't know the she was crying and I was crying bit like that, like that might <laughs> have right, been. Now where we got that, two social media. No, no I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like there was something about the deed. The deed was nice. Like whatever. Uh, like that just happens. Like y- you know. Like it seems like people with money just want to show that they, they got some give money, money away mm-hmm. um, and do stuff for people like mm-hmm. Chad Johnson. But I kind of love Chad Johnson. Who doesn't like, love Chad? Yeah, Johnson? like I I kind of love when he does it. Anyways, what I will say is the like she was crying and I was crying line was like I was like okay like I'm too cynical for this. I just <laughs> lived, right. I just lived through like a year of COVID and like and like quarantine and i don't know like i'm not feeling it i'm not crying <laughs> it's, it's a very nice gesture but okay whatever moving on this has been the most uh back and forth pick six Honestly, we've ever had okay. gotta make up for uh, <laughs> yeah, the week. <laughs> <laughs> all right back to actual positive stuff you know the first three quarters of the game seemed to be one thing where it was just slugging along but then some positive things on offense here uh third and goal Packers finally driving, getting a full drive together here. Uh, Dylan takes the handoff from Rodgers in the shotgun, uh, takes a snap and runs it in for the score, does a Lambo leap. And I said this to you guys, I might have posted it on Twitter too. Um, one of those, and I'm trying to think who's referenced this. I think Donald Driver brought, up, brought it up back in the day. But you always know rookie or first-time leapers because they just jump straight into the stands. 
It's a jump and twist that you're supposed to do so that you're facing the field, not the fans. AJ just dives right in his first belly flop. His first Lambo leap with fans. Last year he did without fans. So now I, hopefully he'll learn. And of course, the start of the offensive line so far this year, Elton Jenkins. I was preparing myself for a flag for a team celebration, which maybe they got rid of that law or law rule. But two guys jumping into the stands, pretty nice. Can, got the got the team going. Can you after just that. imagine seeing AJ Dillon come at you and being like, <laughs> "Like brace yourself," you know? And then all of a sudden, yeah. Elton is coming behind, right. and like yeah. you start seeing like the ground shaking yeah. a little bit. Well, if you look back too, you can see in the replay. Everyone listening, you have to go back and look now. There's one dude in between both of them where he's like celebrating with AJ Dillon, and then he looks to the left. He's like, "Oh shit!" Elton, Elton Jenkins gives what's him a going big on? hug. Yeah. I had no idea that there was another guy right next to him but overall that started to get the team going uh next piss six play the highlight of the game probably packers ball after a wilson pick uh second and six on her own 25 rogers takes the snap goes through his reads dumps it down to aj Dillon, who once again like every week has to just catch a ball off off the ground another low pass down on it by his shins just sticky ass hands it's unbelievable picks it up runs out of one tackle stiffs arm another dude downfield and is eventually taken down by wagner at the at uh, seattle's 25 picks up 50 he eventually scores on a couple plays later but one of those where aj Dillon, you know more of the ground and pound kind of guy but to see him make a big play like that especially out of the backfield very encouraging, especially with Aaron Jones' injury that popped up. But, I mean, after that, I was like, okay, cool. We don't have to worry about this game going to shit yeah. against Seattle. Especially, like, down the sideline like that to be nimble. And, yes. like, you know, that's such an easy – well, not an easy, but just a shove out of bounds, you know, to stop the stop the bleeding. But he just kept straight line and just, like, these arm yeah. tackles rubbing it off like nothing. I just feel like Devontae Adams was more excited about his footwork on that drive than yes. anything. Like well, he was just yeah, pumped well, up. Well, MVS made an incredible, you know, peel back block on one of the one of the DBs that was out there and Devontae starts celebrating with him mid play. Yeah. AJ still chugging along yeah. and then he gets tackled and here comes Devontae into the screen and just gives him a two-hand shove. Like one of those that could, you know, knock the wind out of you. It was a very aggressive shrug uh, shove but he yep. was uh he was very pumped up so adams was a little surprised by that play too it's weird and i think what we talked about last year we didn't see too much aj Dillon. we obviously talked about the legs but something else i think we talked about early on was how he like flips remember how he'd get tackled and his like legs would go over his body it's like he has those plays and again he's for such a big dude he spins a lot like mm-hmm. on the sideline too he was able to keep that balance and kind of spin around and keep running forward center of gravity with them quads man yeah it's uh we'll see more of him going forward but it's hard not to get excited the more we see aj Dillon, and it's nice that matt actually stuck with the run at least in the second half well now with obviously the aaron jones injury now we'll get a, a full full dose of aj coming yep. in the coming weeks I've been excited for AJ. Oh, really? We, oh, didn't, yeah. we didn't know. You like yeah. AJ, Dylan? I, yeah, I just I just want to say that I never lost faith, um, even after the two fumbles. Mm, that's um, good. I knew it was a an anomaly. An, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little. That was you a little an, Finding Nemo an anemone. Uh, anemone right there. But yep, that's what we have for the pick six. Once again, the Packers won seventeen to nothing against Seattle. Uh, 
getting into I mean, the... we can make the offense probably pretty quick. Yeah, well, I think we've got enough to talk about here. There's some little questions that did pop up. But, yes, very weird game. Um, it's weird how... So it kind of reminded me, what was the low-scoring game we just had that we ended up winning? It wasn't... Bears. Yeah, maybe it was the Bears, but uh, so twenty four fourteen. My brain, because I was at that Washington game a couple of years ago. The Washington game wasn't very good this year either, yeah, I guess. Was, but low twenty four fourteen as well. Yeah, but like a couple of years ago, I think we won. You know, and we had like seventeen points or something. There was something weird about this game too, where it sucked for three quarters, but it's almost because the fourth quarter was so much fun. Like the rest of the week has been so much better. Because it's like, ah, okay, everything was working in they the fourth quarter got where we forgot everything else. Yeah. But Yeah, I don't know. That that I the first three quarters were kinda kinda stuck in my mind. But yeah, it was it was cool to see them get going in the fourth finally. Yeah, we'll be optimistic going forward. Uh Aaron Rodgers, I guess we can talk about him his first game back after COVID. He did say he was tired after the game, which we've never can't remember him ever saying he's tired, but it has been a hmm. long week for only football reasons. Uh he was twenty three for thirty seven. 292 yards and the one pick kind of a ho-hum game once again this season just about every single week he has a run he had two where he picked up first downs one of them came back due to a penalty but i don't know had a couple weird plays back-to-back plays he missed lazard and then he missed mvs which either one of those would have been big pickups but i'm gonna pose this question to you guys especially if you look at the last month how do we feel about this offense going forward because it isn't as clunky as it was back then but i'm starting to get like the 2019 vibes on offense right now Ooh, i, I don't like, like i don't like that i don't like that i think we might be missing tunyon quite a bit deguara doesn't seem to have the same chemistry he does as with rogers um and i just i'm i'm still uh uh the main conductor on the mvs express and i just <laughs> I need I know it's going to happen but I just like when like I think it's going to happen every single week and he he's just too fast to not score an 80 yard touchdown at some point I just it, it needs to happen and it, he always tricks us because this game too the first drive yeah, had, where it's like okay <laughs> yeah yeah the 41 yard catch game. didn't have another catch for the rest of the yeah, game so it's just I I'm I'm it's it's nowhere near the worry zone especially with how well this defense is playing um Devonte will get going MVS will get going Cobb is still yep. Cobb like we're, we'll be just fine and I I I wouldn't want I well of course I would love if the offense was you know lighting up the scoreboard right now but you know as cliche as it is I mean we don't really want them playing their best football right now this yeah. is preseason yeah there you go Kyle yeah you're not wrong it's we're waiting for that burst and maybe it'll happen like what happened with the chiefs this past week too mm-hmm. but we'll we'll see maybe not this week in minnesota but i'm sure here coming quick yeah there was something about 2019 that felt like stiff and formulaic mm. in like a weird way like i don't know how else to say that but like this year feels like it doesn't like like it felt like those games too in 2019 it was like the first half we'd score and then we would do nothing yeah. right like yeah. um and like, yeah cuz it was always our scripted shit y- yeah mm-hmm. the scripted shit we were always good and then after that it was subpar and so like it seems like this team at least adjusts to stuff in a different way um and like i mean defense obviously helps but like even i i, I don't know there's been like wrinkles 
with like Rogers missing last week and Devontae yeah. missing the week before. Um, and like, there's been like, I don't know. It doesn't feel like as like, I don't know. You get worried when you hit, like you saw like a drive stall. Yeah. And like, I don't get that same like anxiety. Yeah, I think well, being in 2019, it was the first year of the offense. That's why it was always like easy to sort of justify like, Oh yeah, they'll, they'll figure it out and, and they'll get going. But yeah, now it's, everyone is, is in tune with like Rogers knows the offense, like the back of his hand. I just, yeah, I, I don't really know how how to read the offense and just hope Aaron Jones gets healthy and yeah, will be full strength when when it matters. I was gonna say because uh, Lafleur and everyone on the team always preaches this doing your one eleventh, and it does seem like you know in twenty nineteen maybe people didn't know what their eleventh was, and now I think everyone knows what they're doing, but we just haven't you know performed as well. It'll be I won't get worried until after the offensive line is back to full strength if we're still struggling yes. then because that's something that should keep everyone yes. on Holy track shit. a little bit better than what we could make excuses for at least the last couple of weeks even though it's not like Rodgers was overly pressured this game anyway. I really wonder yeah because I mean we're fucking eight and two without David Bakhtiari like and yeah. I wonder how much I wonder if LaFleur has been asked this before or if, if it does like if Bakhtiari sort of changes the playbook at all like if they can you know do certain stuff in certain situations or, or i don't anything know like that well they're so used to it now because we've talked about it a bunch because early on you know uh when elton first got moved out to left tackle or when we had yosh out there um you know we had tunyon and big dog out on the end so that kind of game plan we did that to kind of slow them down and now we've gone away from that so it is like you said earlier too where every week we are kind of finding new wrinkles so I think there is some changes, but we won't know exactly until he comes back. And God, I really hope, excited for him I hope it's this week. If not, it yeah, must be. I, I mean, he obviously got activated, so I was a little surprised when he didn't play. I feel like that would be a lot easier to have him start um, his first game back at Lambeau. And now I wonder if he's going to play this week just because I don't know if you want to bring your star left tackle against the Minnesota Vikings who lead the league in sacks and they're playing mm, at, at... No Hunter, uh, though. True, US but, Bank, yeah. but at U.S. Bank, like that's kind of a tough environment to play in, but whatever, we'll see. Moving on to the running backs, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Aaron Jones did finish the game. Uh, well, he didn't finish the game. Um, seven carries, 25 yards, 3.6 yards per carry. He also had four receptions for 61 yards. Uh, A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones were the second and third leading scores. A.J. Dillon finished with... Uh, 21 carries, 66 yards of 3.1 average, but the two touchdowns. He also had uh, the two receptions, 62 yards, obviously the big 50-yarder. But yeah, Jones was gashing them with the, the screens. That was awesome to see. I think there were two of them. Two of the big ones were like really close close yeah. to each other too and so. he had he had one drop too or if he would have picked that if he would have caught that that would have oh, been another first yeah. down but yeah they had back-to-back screenplays where he picked up first downs and it's like fuck we should just keep doing the stuff that works he obviously did get hurt there was the sideline reporter that said he left the tent you know crying so yeah it was like instantly it's like oh well <laughs> there it is it was that sideline reporter zadaria smith uh, no, <laughs> no, it was no, it was not Tracy. Whatever, whatever, it doesn't Wilson. matter. But it uh, a lot of weird things with that. One, the crying, which is fine. I, you know, a lot of people were like, "Oh my god!" You know, he thought he was out for the year. They told me he had a torn mm-hmm. ACL. I mm-hmm. think they must have just torn him. It was an MCL sprain. And he just loves playing football too much. He was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna miss love that I one or love two that weeks even more." Yeah. Uh huh. The other thing, which I don't understand, you know, technology. We've grown so much where shit's too quick. 
Ian Rappaport tweeting like the quarter after that that it's an MCL sprain. It's like who in the hell <laughs> is con like who on the Packers is on the sideline? They're Direct like, wait a minute, I need to tell Ian yeah. that everything's okay yeah. at least. It's very very strange, but yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, should be back. We have this week against Minnesota. We play someone after that. The Rams. The Ra- oh yeah, duh. And, and then it's the bye week, so. We- won't even have to throw him on IR, it looks like. But A.J. Dillon, the talk of this game, at least for offense, obviously had the long screen, probably the best play of his career. Uh, yes. Seventh highest rated running back, according to Pro Football Focus. I'll say this. I do still hate running it out of the shotgun. We do it so much in the short yardage situations, but Bill Huber did point this out, how he doesn't think Rodgers, he couldn't remember off the top of his head, and I didn't actually go back and look, but Rodgers really didn't take anything under center which is probably because of that toe injury that popped up. So that's something to monitor going forward. Today on Pat McAfee, Rodgers also didn't really give a straight answer and didn't want to answer about the toe. So I think this might be a bigger... He had the couple runs, but I think this might be a bigger issue than we think. Go ahead. Do we see any linkage between the toe injury and Shailene Woodley's (laughs) post about his feet? Oh, oh, that's the thing. Maybe had not explored that yet. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because he. For those who don't know, Shailene Woodley last week uh, went on a whole rant about how some. It wasn't TMZ, but it was like people posted some picture of some. Like Aaron Rodgers in California? Some dude in California walking around with a mask on that they thought was Aaron Rodgers. It wasn't him. And then she just absolutely roasts the guy. He's like, look at these tiny feet, non-hairy hairy hands, hands <laughs> piece of shit car, have an ass. And he's like, my husband would never. And like, just put on black fiance. Sorry. And it was just, yeah, very. Uh, maybe that's what it, maybe Rogers thought he was that guy. So he just put on smaller shoes. Is that a good enough no, joke? I no, to... I really know is like, why is he so secretive about like the toe injury? I don't understand. Like, why? Like, that's it's why so I think it's weird. a bigger issue than he wants to let on. If he was like, oh, yeah, I stubbed my toe on the couch. You'd be like, oh, OK, whatever. But, but maybe he's... it is like turf toe because I know turf toe yeah. can be a real bitch. Right. But I, I don't know. It's we'll see if he pops up on the injury report going forward. With you it know what? The, you know how I knew that picture wasn't him? How? <laughs> the mask. <laughs> why? Because he was wearing one. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I thought we were gonna stay away from political topics, but I was. I'm kidding. It's not a. It's not a. Yeah. Uh, last thing. It's been kind of a weird season, up and down. We've probably talked about them too much, but who? You got to pick one. Aaron Jones or AJ Dillon? Rest of the season. Who you pick? AJ Dillon. Shut up. Okay, Kyle. I'm not answering that. In, indifferent. All right. I'll go AJ Dillon. That's a good talking dumb, point there. Dumb. All right, Question. moving, God, moving forward to the... They're better together, but, like, if they were to break up, like... Yeah. Like, and I have to, you know, like, only talk to one because the other <laughs> one's going to get mad at me, you know? Um, You'll pick AJ Yeah, Dillon. I'm picking AJ Dillon. Okay, very fair point. You backed up your, uh, your take very well there. Uh, moving on to the receivers, Devontae Adams, uh, leading receiver for the game, seven receptions, 78 yards, nothing too crazy for him. Once again, this is just kind of the floor for what he does, and I can't remember any real ex- exceptional plays. Well, but that one over the middle to get us inside the 20 was nice. Yeah, Rodgers almost Rogers. killed him with one of those early throws out in like the flat, too. That was oh, a little yeah. scary. That was, that was like to me, the most uncharacteristic yeah. throw. I think, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's the... the you know, getting thrown back into the fire on Saturday was maybe a bigger deal than we were anticipating because yeah he didn't practice all week and then yeah like really his first some of his first few throws it's like whoa like yeah he usually doesn't 
you know, put receivers at risk like that. So yeah. and I don't know. I was talking to Spencer earlier and I was like talking about like how Jordan Love didn't have a ton of time mm-hmm. the week before. And so if I'm willing to give Jordan Love that benefit of the doubt, I definitely need to give yeah. our sweet prince. Yes. Jordan Love prince is right. Jordan Love didn't look about Aaron Rodgers looked lost on Sunday. Moving on, MVS, the one reception, 41 yards, nothing else to really talk about. Alan Lazard, kind of a weird uh, game for him. Maybe the worst game, he uh, he had the three drops. I don't know if you want to call them drops. They were kind of contested, too. He had the deep one from Rodgers where he missed them. I mean... There was the fourth down where he got hit right away. That throw. Yes. Oh, my God. Over the middle. like I, uh, Sometimes you just give the receiver an excuse because uh, you assume they don't expect and it yeah, to actually get through. still an extraordinarily tough catch to make, but just an unbelievable ball placement and a catchable ball but yeah yeah very very tough i don't catch. know why i want to keep pitting players against each other today and like <laughs> being being rude to players like, kyle loves it and also like with the darius but i think mvs would have caught that ball because mvs oh mvs sure. catches balls where he's covered like pretty pretty closely and also and down the, the ones, middle of the field and then the ones where he's wide open it's like bloop. it's weird because i like can't even imagine mvs being in that circumstance this Colts. year it's just he's just never oh, that yep. close exactly right but he's just never that close to multiple defenders like that you don't have to squeeze it in for him yeah but then the uh the other drop the fourth down drop was tough i thought yeah, he got it, smacked it looked like lazard here it looked like he did the turning up field before actually catching it thing maybe and, it was just so and bang, maybe bang. he felt that he was not past the first down marker because it was fourth and three i think um but i really like that was very uncharacteristic to to drop that in that because you know we we've we've joked like the yeah. Lazard is the third down man and you know I guess that applies to fourth down as well and it was weird to see him. There drop you go. That. That's what it is, Kyle. He got all of the drops out for third down mm. in this game, so we'll be good going forward. He did have yes. the one positive play that some of us might have forgot about that block that he had where Seahawks fans I'm sure were looking for a flag that wasn't a block in the back where he just kind of scooted in front and got in front of that Seahawks yes. defender and absolutely destroyed him. Probably a little unnecessary, yes. but it, you know. If he can keep doing I that just to piss sure other people off, flagged. so you know teams have to kind of game plan for that, I'm all for it. Yes. So I, I did enjoy that. One other thing with the receivers, uh, maybe offense in general, this one formation that they had that I liked a lot. On the left in a bunch, they had MVS, Aaron Jones, and Big Dog. And then spread out to the right, they had Randall Cobb and Devontae Adams. Hmm. I just love that because think of the possibilities. You have like your own little mini like offense to the left with yeah. big dog blocking mvs the speedster and aaron jones it's like you really do have a little bit of everything just on that side of the field and where just security blankets on the right side like that yeah so i hope to see more that's of that going forward because that's almost like that fake shit too where you could do a little screen to aaron jones or you could just fake that shit ham- have mvs just fucking sprint yeah i don't know shit about x's and o's but to me that sounds like a really yeah. good play checks out you okay hit up matt <laughs> Yeah, I just I just checked. All right, perfect. <laughs> That's what you're here for. Moving on to tight end, not too much to talk about. Obviously, big dog played. He had two receptions, ten yards. That's what he does. <laughs> uh, Josiah Deguara had two receptions for nine yards. Whatever. Um, we talked about a little bit beforehand. Uh, you know, me saying that Rogers threw that pick in his direction. Josiah Deguara is 100 now the whipping boy for Aaron Rodgers. If someone's getting yelled at, <laughs> it is Josiah Deguara. Not as much of one this week as he did get yelled at a little bit, but. We'll have to see going forward. But once he gets that first touchdown and Rodgers goes up and like nods to him, you know it's not going to be overly celebrat- Hank, celebratory. Hank, what's the word? 
No. What? Overly celib- celibate. Overly celibate? <laughs> yeah. Not going to be that. It, it's going to be very stern, <laughs> like you finally did something for me. That's going to be the one-on-one interaction between DeGuara yeah. and Rogers. Him, him, him yelling at uh, Josiah is is kind of turning into a meme, it seems like. <laughs> but I'm just thinking back to the, the Lucas Patrick uh the what is it the emotional bank account yes where you know we don't know you all give and of take the, yeah we don't know all the deposits made into that account uh, account account so you know the withdrawals of rogers you know he's making on josiah he he could have he could be sitting on a lot of cash that you know he's emotionally already deposited behind the scenes I, w- I was going to bring that up, too, but I was just going to say that, like, maybe it's more just, like, him shaking him upside down for his lunch money. <laughs> <laughs> like, all these overdraft fees. Yeah. Be in and the like, right spot. I don't know. Like, it's okay, because Josiah DeGuara looks enough like Tim Tebow, where I'm like, I don't know. He's like, got a very thick beard. Yeah, he's, he's he kind of has, like, a frame. Tim yeah. Tebow look. All throughout. It's, it's yeah. quite a sight. Very good looking guy. He does have kind of a big nose, though. Moving on to the Looks offensive like, line. like he would <laughs> volunteer at a Christian youth camp in the summer. That's yeah, he'd be the cool. Perfect. He'd be the cool um, yeah. advisor at the church. At yeah. the church that, summer like, camp. Kind of like only talks to the senior girls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on to the offensive line. Uh, Royce Newman, we've given him a lot of shit the last couple weeks. He did end up being the second highest graded player on offense, according to Pro Football Focus, whatever that's good for. Uh, Billy Turner was right after him. uh, Do we respect or hate them this week? This is a good week. Remember, we knew this was going to happen, too. Last week, bad. They gave Jordan Love a 30. This week, they're they're good because they're saying our our not-as-good players played well, so we can hang our hat on that for a couple weeks at least. This week, got it. Yep. Uh, So, yeah, not too much else to talk about. I Rodgers was only sacked the once or twice. Ooh, I don't remember. I felt like twice. Okay, there we go. We're going to go with twice. Thank you. Thanks, Hank. Thank you blindly agreeing with me, fact checker. <laughs> uh, the only other note I'd say is Dunlap for Seattle throwing that shoe. That was almost a pick six play because that put us in field goal range. Like, what a boneheaded. <laughs> yeah. I just, I mean, it's Dunlap too. Like, he's not in his fourth year. And like, he's right he's in the middle. in the league. It's right in the middle of the play. Yeah. You're right in the middle of the hashes there. So I don't know what he was thinking. And you could probably get away with it too if you throw it maybe like 10 or yards. But he like threw it like 25 yards. Accidentally kick it or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. The he, Atari he was Big very beat. intentional about, you know, he was very like pronounced about it like it was yeah very very bizarre and weird weird decision lapse in judgment yes uh moving on to the defense what do you got hank what are you do we even want to just wondering do you think he like tied the laces really <laughs> like a bunch of double knots Pull them out, yeah. <laughs> and then, then he just tossed them Whip, get, yeah yes. fuck up the laces by yeah, whipping like, it around yeah, yeah. like like whoever shoes it was is on the sideline for like just, the whole yeah. second quarter <laughs> untying it you get multiple um trainers just like yeah. all, all got their hands in call a timeout uh okay whatever way too long there moving on to the defense I don't know if you guys have seen this or not. The defense is really good. Uh, here's a couple stats. They're so good. Oh They're third in the league in points, fifth in passing yards, 14th in rushing yards, sixth in turnovers. They obviously shut the Seahawks down in this game the first time Russell Wilson has ever gone scoreless in a game. Uh, in the same game, they forced 32 pressures, which is pretty crazy. We thought 28 was a lot last week against Jordan Love. Uh, top performers of the defense, according to Pro Football Focus, Amos King, Gary Stokes, Preston. Once again, those are the names you want to hear. You don't want to hear the lesser guys who aren't contributing as much. So it's nice to see our top end players performing. Let's start with inside linebacker, which we've been doing a lot this year. 
I don't have anything specific with um, Oren Burks, um, oh, Jesus, Chris Devondre Barnes. Campbell, or Chris Barnes, but Devondre Campbell is still like one of the best tackling linebackers in the league. The Packers are the best tackling defense mm. in the league right now. I had this little thought this week. So one excuse that I've put in my head and a lot of other people have talked about for the Packers' lack of tackling in recent years, pretty much over the last decade, is we usually are pretty light on defense. We don't live tackle. A lot mm. of teams do do that. We do not. I honestly think the reason why we've gotten so much better at tackling is having Devondre Campbell in the middle, and he's you know he leads the lead, lead leads the team in tackles right now. I think everyone else is just watching him tackle and they're getting better from watching <laughs> him tackle so much. Honestly, it's just like, oh shit, that's how you do it. You can actually just go without a care for your own body <laughs> and actually force players to move back when you Bring tackle them. them. To the ground. And now everyone else is doing that and swarming. So that's my little theory on this. It really is. It's like, like they've been so bad at tackling for so long. And it, I mean, seriously, yeah, I, I don't think that's that ridiculous at all. Like, it, it's not a coincidence that, yeah, that dude shows up. He's as good as he is. And now everyone else can fucking tackle. Like, it's 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 crazy. And, yeah, he's he's a culture changer. Yes. I I don't want to talk, think about the future. But, God, I do. It'll be Pay interesting to see what happens, how he gets paid. Or, shit, you know, I hope he makes a Pro Bowl this year, too. I'm not sure how many. Uh, Pro Bowl? I don't give a shit about a Pro Bowl. He's on all pro pace. Sure, but I'm just, you know. That's... He's on, D, like, before the... <laughs> Probably before the Arizona game, he was. I was. Yes. I, I meant to start the depoy campaign. Yeah, right. But it, I'm not He's so not much. I'm not good. saying that because of a lack of play. I'm saying a lack of a name currently. David Bakhtiari went forever. You. So I'm just curious how that's going to play out. Maybe that'll be some stupid fuel that they can use going forward after yeah, he gets billboard snubbed. or uh, bulletin board. Sorry. Yeah, bulletin. A board really big uh, bulletin board. Outside linebacker Gary still continuing on being one of the best players on the team. Uh, in the league, honestly. Huge sack on third down. He had four pressures himself, one of the best edge rushers in the league right now. Uh, still, he still runs weird. I don't know what it is. It's almost like his chest has to be like a yard further ahead than his legs for yeah. whatever reason. But I can't complain. He's awesome. He obviously sounds like we'll get avoided into the, some major disasters. Yeah, let's talk about the injuries. Uh, Whitney Merciless. He had his first sack as a oh, Packer. Tore his God. bicep. Really, really sucks. I was looking forward to if or when Zadarius finally gets back having. Zadarius, Preston, Gary, and Merciless. All uh, that is just that has to be the best rotation of pass rushers we've ever seriously that I can remember. You know, at least in the last fucking fifteen years, right. that's not going to happen. Whatever, but yes, Gary. He had the shoulder, elbow, whatever injury where it kind of got pinned there. He was rolling around and in it, pain. It looked bad because yeah, he was like it was very noticeable. Like it was rolling around. Yeah, you could see him screaming. Like yeah, it was. Very scary there for a second. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy that he's losing both of those guys in one game would have been a terrible, terrible blow. But it sounds like he might even be pushing to play this week. Um, Aaron, and jo even even just like getting that, you know, news bite is so yeah. reassuring. Well, I mean, like realistically, he's probably not going to play. Yes, but like to hear him be like, "Oh, just give me a brace and I'll be like, that's you know," because then that's like, "All right, well, he'll be back at some point." This yeah, I I'd give him another week just to yeah get his shit together. And but. we'll yeah we'll need him against the Rams. And we've had 
we've been unlucky with injuries the last two weeks, but also kind of lucky too. Kenny Clark, we didn't think he'd be playing in this game. Eric Stokes, we didn't think he'd be playing in this game after yeah. Yeah. Him finishing the game last week. Like so la- yeah, I'm pretty sure last week I just wrote off Kenny Clark. Yeah. Yep, he's that's probably a two three week absent minimum. But yeah, that was that was awesome to see him and he played well too. So with that going on with Merciless, uh, Packers today on Tuesday, they did place Merciless on the IR and brought up one, our boy, who got cut on Saturday, who follows the account on Twitter, Ladarius Hamilton. He was signed to the practice squad, but more importantly, Tipagaleo was moved from the practice squad to the nice. active roster. Did you roster? nail that pronunciation? I think I did. I wish you didn't was, bring it up because now no, I don't want to really say smooth. it again. No, I, I mean, yeah. you said it so confidently and, and seamlessly. Yeah. Well he was done. the undrafted guy out of Utah State, you know, where Jordan Love went last year, 2020. He's been he's been talked up quite a bit. He's 6'5 and a uh, fast prospect. Talked up quite a bit. He's a name in training camp justice who a lot of people respect. We respect him. One of the guys on Twitter, he's talked him up quite a bit. So it's kind of weird how they cut they cut Ladarius on Saturday, now moved him to the practice squad, moved Tippa up. It's kind of like, why don't you just move Tippa up before if that's what you were going to do? But hmm. we'll see what he does. He's also the emergency long snapper, so hopefully we don't have is to that see right? him do that. Yep. Huh. He's the guy who was trying to pronounce the that, couple That is ago. right. Thank you, Hank. <laughs> Thank you, Hank. Um, but yeah, moving on to corner. We talked about these guys a bit already. Kevin King had the pick. He only had four targets. Kevin. Only allowed two catches for 10 yards. Eric Stokes only targeted four times. No completions allowed. And Razul Douglas had the big... He had a couple big plays back-to-back. Tackle in the backfield, then a pass breakup on third down. Just, I mean, it's... I don't know what kind of universe we've stumbled into where Joe Barry, a, a, you know, a guy no one knew of, came in and has turned this defense around. We have these guys in the secondary who we haven't, you know especially someone like Douglas who seemed like a no you know a nothing move and he's one of the larger contributors on defense so far so yeah it seems um it seems admitting admitting when you're wrong is kind of a lost art these days you just need to have hot takes and when those hot takes turn cold you just produce mm-hmm. more hot takes but it's very refreshing to see a lot of Packers Twitter um you know apologize about being so I mean myself included I was I was very wrong about Joe Barry and and it's good to see others uh, admitting the same yeah yeah living living with uncle and aunt like I've gotten I think pretty good at admitting when I was wrong Mm -hmm. good um not that uncle ever does right (laughs) that's why it's uncle (laughs) I did and not to toot my, not like I can toot it too much, but I didn't mind the hiring once again, just because it's well. I'm saying it's more after of a system week one, thing. After week one, I was like, yes, get this guy out of here. Like, but I mean, how could you? And I'm such an idiot. Ugh. I don't think we. There was the whole thing on Twitter too, like, hey, sign this and apologize to Joe Barry. It's like, who the who the hell is going to vouch for him after a 38-3 loss? Right. Like yeah. we can we we can slow a roll in a lot of different directions here. I don't feel like an idiot because like, you know, like <laughs> great opener. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying like, you know, because like I was, I was feeling what I was feeling then, you know, yeah. like that was you, you, right. You gotta, oh, yeah. you, we had like, we took the evidence we had you in know that moment. I mean? We were right. And he to be he fair, coordinated a bad defense. And yes. And to be fair to us, the last game prior to that 38, three drubbing was well, the NFC championship. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was just, you know, the scar tissue was still, you know, very much pussy and <laughs> and open. Yeah, sometimes we all got to let our inner Skip Bayless out. There you go. <laughs> True. Moving on to safety, uh, Savage and Amos are just Honestly, awesome. are they the best people, safety duo in the league? Like, people are asking. Uh, they've been pretty damn good. Amos obviously had the pick. I mean, God, he almost had a fumble recovery, almost had another pick. 
He's like, just, I just feel like they're so such, they're so, they're so complimentary of each other. Like Amos is, is like, you know, very, um, you know, coach on the field leader, like always in the right spot, not going to blow you away with athleticism or, or speed, but he's just always there making plays. And then Savage is just kind of a, a rocket. Like he's flying around everywhere, can just light you up despite his size. And like, I just think they, they just, they play off of each other so well. And yeah, I, I, I really think that's for my money, the best duo in the league. And he had a great play on one of Wilson's deep balls where he tracked it and got his head around and played just enough good defense to let it fall incomplete, which sometimes, especially with the younger guys, God, he's not even that yes. young anymore. And that's they struggle I mean, with that. And that's still one of his things you worry about with yes. Savage is the is the ball skills and when the ball's in the air. So yeah, to see him make that play was was super encouraging as well. Yeah, and those two guys played 100 snaps in coverage, allowed three catches on eight targets for 22 yards. They obviously had the INT and three pass breakups for a combined pass rating of 35.8. Pretty, pretty damn yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, they were daring the Seahawks to throw the ball, and the Seahawks threw the ball. and Very true, true. That's, yeah, that's it did not work out, which, which is super <laughs> weird because for a team, like their whole philosophy is they they want to pound the ball and they want to run it. So They're weird because it's like they want to run it, but they're also one of the better deep bomb teams in the league. Like um, Russ, last year, at least, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett were DK was number one and Lockett was number four for deep uh, pass catchers oh, wow. in the entire league. So it's a weird type of offense that they've had going there, I guess. Yeah. I just want to like one thing Amos like never gets talked about enough is that he's a really good Twitter follower. Yes. Right. Like, like he's very steady. Like he's a really good, yeah. Twitter. just like on yeah. the field. Yeah. Yeah, He Twitter. is like steady. Like he's always pretty cool, you know? And, and I don't, I don't know. I feel like over the last three years on the team, like he's always been kind of, he's been like my favorite Packer follow. Mm. Yeah, yeah. God, yeah, it's a really good him and David Bakhtiari. I do like David Bakhtiari, but he doesn't tweet as much. Going back to the deep balls, I <laughs> I I'm really surprised that Russ didn't connect on any with the whole 19-hour rehab process. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. He's such a dweeb. dweeb. Honestly, hey, did he look rusty? Um, you know, I don't I mean, Romo or Nance never really mentioned that, so <laughs> I, I I couldn't really tell. Plus they scored zero points, so yeah, you know, it's hard to say. Who's to say? Yeah, it was just the refs, according to Pete Carroll. Um, moving on, <laughs> the defensive line, Kenny Clark. Which is just, sorry, it's just <laughs> so rich. For, from from the victor <laughs> of the fail Mary. Yeah. Oh, you just can say, get out of town. You can say whatever the hell you want when you're chewing gum. It's true. It's true. And God, the he chews gum like such an asshole, too. The, the fail Mary thing, like I don't want to break it. You have a piece of gum in your mouth. Hey, I did like, like back when the internet was a simpler place, like there was a gif on Twitter of him chomping his gum with like the monocle and a top hat. I really like that. (laughs) That's like, that's like nothing now. I'll have to find it and show you. Is he the most like East Coast, West Coast person ever? He's such a What does that mean? Like what? Young, old? East Coast, West Coast, because that's like like two very different things. (laughs) I know, I know, I know, know, yeah. He's the the oldest coach in the league, but you wouldn't guess it just with the way he just has such an East Coast kind of personality, but like he's on the West Coast. Okay, I guess he's he's got West Coast. Yeah, East Coast, West Coast. He's got West Coast. So it's like he's been on the West Coast for a long time. I don't. Yeah, but like I could see him being in like some small New England town and telling you to like, you know, not ride your bike in his neighborhood. <laughs> I can't I can't imagine him like anywhere without wearing like a Seahawks hoodie. So I just that seems out of place on the East Coast for mm-hmm. me, like at some 
Yeah, some fucking. All right, that's enough story. Pete Carroll talk. Yeah, a lot of oof, a lot of Pete Carroll talk. Uh, defensive line, Kenny Clark still really good, uh, especially after the back injury scare last week. Led the team with eight pressures. Not much else we can say about him. Dean Lowry forced a hold, a phantom hold that pushed the Seahawks out of field goal range. He also had three pressures. T.J. Slayton, he's been showing up the past couple of weeks. He had three pressures himself. Big boy. Yeah, big boy had a nice run stop and did a little dance after. And say it now. I mean, there was a little bit of talk of him during training camp. T.J. Slayton is going to be a fan favorite. I think he's going to be a decent to good player at least. And he seems to have a personality to him. We're going to like the way he dances. We're going to like the way he moves. And we're going to eventually sour on that. At least I will because Andy Herman is going to ruin it with some stupid joke on Twitter. That's actually pretty good foresight. (laughs) Uh, Special teams, Mason Crosby, we talked about him. Bojo was pretty good. Mari Rogers, bit of a bounce back game. I'm still bounce back. Well, he. he I mean, yeah, actually, he did have. What do you mean? He did have. Back? Yeah, sorry, he did have a couple good returns, or maybe just one more yards return. than the Packers had in 2019. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. So I don't know. Another week of bracing ourselves for that, but I don't. Not uh, too much else to talk about. God, we already went like an hour into the pod just about talking about the game. I guess one other note I would say is the. Uh, just to show you how good the defense did, DK Metcalf obviously got ejected, tried to come back into the game. In that one series of penalties, he got in the face of Hen- of Henry Black, Adrian Amos, Darnell Savage, and Eric Stokes. He grabbed, Such a clown. And he grabbed three different face masks. Such so a clown. He had the face paint for it, too, so he was yeah. just playing the part. So and it- then, sorry, and then, uh, like, this is why no one likes the Seahawks or Pete Carroll <laughs> or Russell Wilson, because... When they they got sacked with like ten seconds left, and then take a timeout, like you're such oh, an yeah. asshole. Yeah, like just go home. Oh, that's why no one likes the Seahawks. Yeah, is it surprising that the boy who dyes his hair green is angry? <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, what what did he say after? Oh, he said he did it because uh, he's sick of losing. Oh yeah, that's oh. a thing. Like sure, and oh. if I were a Seahawks fan, I'd be like, okay. But it's one of those things. It's like any three athlete face mask. You had to grab three face right. masks. That's yeah. just so cheap. You could go out there and like I don't know, fucking punch someone in the head, and you come back and have a presser, and you could just say, oh, I'm just sick of losing, and you'd be like, yeah, okay. Like people are going to nod and agree. And then the whole the whole just just the logic of. DK getting uh, unsportsmanlike and ejected, and then Savage getting one for Taunting? for backing up his for backing up his teammate, and then them yeah. offsetting. Like one guy gets ejected, yeah. and the other is just backing up his teammates, and that offsets. Like what? Where? Where's the equality there? That's just so dumb. That's yeah. equity. Yeah, because one team's playing way worse. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Starting on second base. And with that. Take news. Football time. Take news. All right. Take news for the week. We're just going to talk about it. I'm sure some people might be sick of already hearing about it, but we're going to talk about it now anyways. We have, you know, three different views on this, I'm sure. I actually don't even know where this is going. The stock sale, which started today. So for those who somehow might not know, the Packers are selling stock once again. Uh, 300 bucks a stock. This is their first time doing it since 2011. That's back when I bought my stock. Everyone says so. As you probably know, the stock is obviously worthless. It doesn't really bring you anything. You get Wait, to vote really? for the board of yeah. You get the board of directors. You can go to the uh, stock meeting every year, the owners' meeting during training camp. That's about it. But yeah, 300 dollar piece of paper. 
It does not appreciate in value, but I will say this. When I bought my stock in 2011, it was $250. Today, it was obviously $300. So hmm. in my book, I made $50 bucks right there. Yeah. Didn't have to buy a stock today. But, 20% return. Yeah. But it's overall, what what do you guys feel about the stock? Kyle, did you buy stock, Hank? Did you guys think about buying stock? What are your views not. on the stock? No. Um, but I don't, I don't like... I, I don't even know. We, I don't even like that we're doing this because every take has been took on this <laughs> issue. Like, well, yeah, oh, we get it sure? that the stock isn't, you know, you can't trade it on the New York Stock Exchange. You know, we got it. Yeah, it's it's a piece of memorabilia that yes. is, is a sentimental thing that, you know, you're, you know, part owner of the Packers. And are you really a part owner of the Packers? No. And we get that too. Uh, Just, yeah. you know, let people live and enjoy things. I, you know? It, it sucks because, you know, national media and fans of the 31 other teams, for the most part, it's kind of a straw man argument where it's like, well, why are you wasting $300? You're not a real owner. It's like no one who buys the stock... I hope, yeah. thinks that they're like an actual owner. It's just a funny, stupid thing. And then you can say we instead of them when you're talking about yeah. the team too. But my book, well, Hank, Hank, what are, what's your take on this? You're yeah, pretty no, quiet here. I, uh, I wanted to, um, mm-hmm. but I spent my allowance on Pokemon cards this weekend. Uh, <laughs> and so I couldn't, I just like, have the patience. yeah, but it would have been a great stocking stuffer. <sighs> Ooh, that's did, pun. Did, you, did you get that pun I, there? Because of the yeah. stock and the, yep. Yeah, my take on the stock, I'm obviously a stock owner. It's dumb, but I love it either way. The thing for me is I just don't get it this time around because, you know, the last time they did it, mm. it was for, like the you know, the, the new scoreboard and the added seats in the north end zone, I believe. Before that, it was like a full total do over where we got rid of the corrugated metal and put up the new brick facade and everything. And this time it's like just a blank scoreboard, video board improvements and other like seating improvements. It's very vague for trying to raise what would be nine, $90 million. And Kyle, we've talked about this before. The last time we went to a game together, uh, I believe the Oakland game, you know, I bitched a lot about how it's turning into Disneyland, mm. Disney World around Lambeau Field. And I'm just like, I'm all for donating money literally burning $300 so that my favorite football team can stay in Green Bay. But at this point, it's like, and it's been mentioned today, we have close to $600 million banked for the franchise right now. It's like, do we really need another $90 million? Right, yeah. No, I I completely agree with you of like, just kind of curious about like, yeah, the purpose of the I don't know what we can add. Yeah. What, what, what would you do with $100 million well, I was gonna, for Lambeau like, Field? I asked you like, I mean, isn't kind of the whole title town disc like pretty much built out right like there i mean what else i mean there's not even like actual land to even do more stuff so and that's that's what i'm worried about i'm worried about them buying actual like residential areas in the immediate area and turning that into stuff because i would hate for it to turn into some plastic generic just kind of like i keep saying disneyland type of thing the thing we love about it is you know i feel like you can go into a dive bar walk outside and all of a sudden, you're at Lambeau Field. Yeah, we're exactly. To, we're starting to lose that a lose little that bit. Lose that charm a so little bit. That's, I, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, I, uh, I I don't really know what what that could be for. But if if the sale helps, you know, right. keep the team in in Green Bay, then I'm I'm all for it. But yeah, kind of curious what what the funds are actually for. Yeah, Some I w- kickbacks, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like I think COVID it's, protocol fines. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. 
you know, like I to me, it's like more of a conversation of just like collectibles, right? <laughs> like it's the same reason people spend like three hundred, four hundred dollars on a sports card, dude. Yeah. Humans, right? humans yeah. love collecting shit, yeah. and like to like it's be able, simple. like you have a limited release of mm-hmm. something, right? That's like very unique yeah only thirty thousand or whatever it was yeah yeah but i mean like that's still like short printed in a sense right yeah like i that's thirty thousand and then i mean well god that uh and and like years and years and years from now you know like like there's gonna be like less of those exactly like some of those pieces of scarcity baby like i don't know like it's like i i totally understand why people would want to like i i wanted to but like i just funneled to other collectibles this yeah. time around God, I, get, I don't i don't treat it like a stock i treat it more like a collectible then that's yeah. exactly what it is right. and i'm like i said i'm me personally i'm not indulging i'm a season ticket holder i think that is support enough financially for the franchise um especially when they raise ticket prices every single year aside from this year after covid you're yeah. like a goddamn king but yeah. you're looking yeah. down at the owners well, and you're i mean like, hey oh. Hey, I, don't, uh, I look hey, down. Your words, I look down. Your words, not mine. Okay? I mean, they are my words. Yeah, but they're but, also what I think and hey, what I feel inside. Well, I'm a I'm a fake. I can owner. neither confirm nor deny. I'm a fake owner, but you're a fake ticket holder because uh, you just have the gold package. Well, you don't have the full thing. Well, I'm a fake I, fan. Hey, you can't be saying that shit on this podcast. We'll Sorry. bleep that shit. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know where else to go <laughs> get, from there. You get was, one. You get one. You don't get fake, to say that fake shit again. Ticket, fake owner. Oh, oh. What I was gonna say is like, yeah, me personally, I'm not gonna do the stock thing, but I just. I oh the people who are like loud mad about people who do Florio. Yeah, it's just like you are such a loser. That's the thing. And I've I've gotten like in you're an way argument. worse than the people you're criticizing because like you care that much. The worst argument I used to work with a uh, Wait, I guess in a roundabout way, I am also them because I'm criticizing the criticizers. So Ooh. I myself, you're so much better than they are. Thank you. Don't ever. I used to work with this Viking fan. Um, no longer works at our company. He actually has a, uh, <laughs> this is so bad. I say that a lot on here. Uh, <laughs> he made a Viking podcast and it was one of the reasons why I made a Packer podcast. Cause I was like, Ooh. this is bad. I was like, this is such a bad podcast. <laughs> He's such a Homer. You can't admit inspiration. <laughs> But part of that is I got in an argument with him before because, you know, U.S. Bank Stadium was built, what, five years ago, six years ago now. One of the killed a bunch of birds. Ki- continues to kill a bunch of birds. One of the things that they had in a lot of different stadiums do this, I know, I think Lambo does as well, where you can buy a brick to put out front and you can put your name on it or a lost loved one. Hmm. Well, he did that. So you spent like three hundred, four hundred dollars doing that, and I was like, "Well, you did this. Like, do you not? What's do you not this? see that the stock yeah. is a very similar thing?" He's like, "Well, no, because I can go and point to this and show people and say, you know, this is in memory of whoever." And I'm like, "So can I?" I'm like, "Well, I have this. Like, I I understand carrying a stock around isn't the same thing, but it's like we're still talking about two fucking stupid things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like they're both stupid. Well, it's memorabilia. Like that's it. It's special to you and no one else, and that's all that matters. So why complain about other people? But, it's, but like, seriously, it's that simple. But oh. like, let's just say this: like, if you have that oh boy. piece of paper in like UV protected glass. Okay. Right. <laughs> Mine had has gotten wrinkly too over the years. Well, I don't know how. just for my yes. argument, you like you protected that thing, right? <laughs> yes. Like that was it. Um, I'm just gonna say that's probably gonna last longer than like a weather, <laughs> yeah. like a weathered brick. Yeah. Right? Like, Especially when the Vikes move in like a decade, <laughs> right. like it's yeah. gonna be worthless. Yeah. When yep. 
when they turn into the like uh, North Stars again or something. I'm sure that's what'll happen. They'll have to tear Such it all down. Pathetic franchise, or whatever franchise they start. Uh, they killed too many birds and they have to just shut <laughs> everything down. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm interested to see like which like Eastern European or like UK <laughs> team they they model themselves Ooh. after next. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah honestly. All right, that's so true. All right, we all stocked out. I think that was yeah, that was stock talk. Yeah. Stock talk. Stonks. All right. Well, with, with that, Kyle, are you ready? It's Kyle an idiot. Ooh. I'm not an idiot. Okay. You sure? Yes. All right. Is Kyle an idiot for the week? Kyle, you are a clean 16, 11, and 1. Ooh. I believe those clean. numbers are right. We'll keep rolling with it. You are not an idiot. You could fall apart, but probably not because I have to keep asking easy questions because I am running out of questions. Please, once again, <laughs> email me if you have a question you want on the podcast. Spence, you can take a week off. It's okay. No, because I, I saw the one Reddit comment before and it is in my... We've talked about this. Oh. Yes, but email uh, pmppodcast at gmail.com or DM us on Twitter, pmppod. If you've got a trivia question that you want to stump Kyle with, hey, let's see. It'll probably happen. It's very hard to do, so good luck. <laughs> All right. With that, Kyle, your first question. Are you ready? <sighs> yes. This is the first shutout the Packers have had since 2018 against the Bills. Damn uh-huh. it. I was yeah. going to say the Buffalo yeah. Bills. <laughs> I, I, of course you knew that. Everyone's been talking about that. I had to throw that in there. Who was the Bills quarterback in that game? Matt Barkley. <laughs> it worked. Josh Allen. It was Josh Allen. He threw two picks in that game. They did not score. I looked I looked it up today because I was like, God, who was the quarterback in that game? Damn, I was it like, was Josh Allen. I was like, damn, it was Josh Allen. And hey, I got you too. So there you go. Zero for one. What were you saying to you can't be stumped? Oh, you were just yeah, stumped. Fun there. fun fact too. Why you did, know I, what why team? did I say Mar- Matt Barkley? I don't know. He did he play there? Well, he played there for a little bit. All right. Well, uh, well, it's like they had a wasteland of quarterbacks before Josh Allen. I always think of like J.P. Lossman, but he was like in the mid two thousands. So, the, like two games before that, who did Josh Allen scorch? Two games before that. Oh, it might have even been. Yeah, it was that uh, same season. That that was the uh, like absolutely dominated and made look silly. He oh, it that's has what a it was. It, it wasn't a juke. I remember now. He hurdled Anthony Barr. That's what it was. Oh, Remember yeah, that? and they. Oh, yeah, they were, they were like, I literally think they were like sixteen point underdogs. Yes, that's right. At it was, US it was Bank. the biggest. Um, and they won outright. Yeah, it was like the biggest. Oh, um, that was amazing. And that's line, right. An outright loss of a point spread in like twenty years. Oh, when that game wow. Happened. Yeah, that's right. Wow, okay. good pull, Hank. That. Yeah. Oh, that's a good memory. Hey, Pulling for you, always. Thank you. Good pull, Hank. Terrible guess, Kyle. All right, wow. moving forward. Number two. What former Packer is currently on the Minnesota Vikings? Is it just one? Yep. Jesus. Oh, have you watched many Viking games this year? This guy, I turn on the TV, and his name always pops Super up. Super Bowl champion. Hmm. Super Bowl champion. For, forget that. That's only going to throw you off. That's probably a recent, because obviously not the 2010 uh, former Packer on the Minnesota Vikings. Man. Uh, he does play. He does start. He does play. He does start. He does play. And he also. We're getting into starts. countdown territory here, Kyle. 10. It's obviously someone on the defense then. Yep. Yep. 
That's the last clue you're getting? Um, Five. No, shut up. Uh, Former Packer. This hurts, and I'm going to be so fucking pissed off when you tell me the answer. Uh, Five. Four. I don't even have, like, three, there's, like, my, I'm empty four. right now. No. I'm going to lead don't. you through this, okay, uh, without, without giving you, without telling you. Depending um, on the severity of this. So, group. think, just let's go through the defense, right? Like, <laughs> let's go Christ. through the position groups. Because it's, it's, uh, I'm thinking it's one of those interior D, the lineman that was... No, it's not. He's probably out of the league. Uh, he started for the Packers, and he's starting for the Vikings. I don't even know. He was guess. a free agent this summer. It is Bashad Breeland. Oh, my God. And I I like... Oh, I fans hate him, too. I know. Damn. I And I love him. I love him because he's a secret agent. He's oh, so bad. He's been really bad for them hurts. this year, so... Listeners, you were I was him and Han for like a yeah. minute. He's a Super Bowl champion. And people though, right? probably yep, got he did he did instantly. win a Super Bowl with the Chiefs. Decent player, but he's playing really, really poorly uh, this year. All right, Kyle, oh and two so far. Last question. Ooh, I wonder if you'll get this. Kyle, when was the last time the Packers sold stock before the twenty eleven season? Uh it's either ninety four or ninety seven. I'm gonna go ninety seven because it was off a Super Bowl win. Very good, Kyle. Yes, yeah. you did get that one. Yeah. So, I I feel like we when they sold stock in twenty eleven, it was after the Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure. But if not, if we were selling it around this time in twenty eleven too, you know, well, I no. That, well, the, it was February twenty eleven. Okay, so then it was. Didn't we lose the Super Bowl in 97? But I think it was the same thing where we won in 96, but the Super Bowl was actually in 97. Yeah, that's how, I forget, that's how it works. Yeah, that's that's probably the worst thing about the NFL is you don't know what year to really say. Yeah, when you say 2010, it's actually February 2011. Barely know what year it is now. What? said, I barely know what year it is now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I barely do, too. But, uh, okay, Kyle, um, one and two for the week. Do you have a stump spending for me? No. Okay, perfect. All right, moving on. <laughs> a preview Ooh. of the Minnesota Vikings game. We'll roll right into it. Uh, it is Sunday afternoon, noon kickoff. Kevin Burkhart, Greg Olson, and Pam Oliver. Low-key, probably Fox's second-best crew. I think Burkhart is a really good play-by-play guy if you have a strong color commentator. And I think Greg Olson's pretty good, and Kevin just kind of knows his role and goes along with it. So I'm, I'm kind of, I wouldn't say excited, but I like these guys a lot more than who is the, uh, who do we have for the Bengals game? Vilma, Vilma's not very oh, good. Oh yeah, no, I don't think Jinkies. he was for the, for the. <laughs> okay, uh, Vikings are getting two and a half points. This is uh, in Minnesota. The over under is forty nine and a half. Ooh, trying to go to the game. No, that's once again they, and I feel like they do this on purpose. Like the Vikings have some in with the schedule maker because more often than not, the Vikings home Packer game is rifle opener in Wisconsin for white-tailed deer. So I, don't I will think that's be happened in literally probably six years. No, you can look it up. It wasn't last year, but I think it was the year before. Nope. If I was at that game, then it was then it was two years ago. It I'm telling you, it usually happens because I'd like to go to the games here. Anyways. I'll be hunting this Plus weekend. Last year they opened in Minnesota. R- yes, obviously, but I don't know if you know Two this. Years Kyle. Before that, they clinched a division while how, I was there. How many people went to Viking games last year, Kyle? Uh, zero. Okay. All right. Uh, overall, the Vikings are four and five, coming off a win against the Chargers, twenty-seven to twenty. Uh, Kirk Cousins 
it's still such a weird quarterback. Kyle, how many? What do you think his touchdown to pick ratio is this year? Uh, touchdown to pick ratio. I would say like one point seven. Okay, he has eighteen touchdowns and two picks only, which was pretty... oh wow, so that's nine. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, so it was pretty staggering when I came across that he's been sacked twelve times he's only this year. Two picks, huh? Yeah, he's yeah. played pretty well this that's year. So Kirk, no, see, he, he yeah. He, Kirk claimed another victim. You can never he I've, claimed I've, another I've, victim. I've, felt, I've I've felt like that about Kirk though since he's like since he was on the football team. It's just So you've been a Kirk victim like, for yeah. I, like I don't I don't like hate Kirk, you know. It's like I just you know, I like wouldn't let him watch my house when I was out of town. Right. You know, like like I don't want the pressure on him, yeah. but like he's very serviceable. <laughs> he's I don't he's just so weird cuz he's a very average I don't quarterback. Have a house, though. You guys remember like math class in third grade when you learn like the difference between average and mean, how mm-hmm. there's, you know, it's like the same number. It's like he has, he's well, a, you know, wait, what? So he's a very average quarterback, but he doesn't really have average games. It's always like bad or really good, yeah. which averages out to Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. But I just, I, you know, I would never want him to be my team's quarterback, but Moving on, uh, Cook, the running back, is obviously pretty good, but uh, seems to be a pretty bad guy. Uh, 4.7 yards per carry. Justin Se- what? Justin Jefferson, what? Why isn't Florio talking more about? Anyways, uh, Justin Jefferson, their leading receiver, 775 yards, four touchdowns. Adam Thielen, who, if you didn't know, was undrafted out of Mankato. No one's ever heard about that. 542 yards on the season, but seven touchdowns. So they're pretty decent on offense overall. Uh, defense, they lead the league in sacks. They're 10th in passing yards, but 28th in rushing yards. So, hey, getting A.J. Dillon going, this would be a perfect <laughs> game for that. Keep that rolling. Don't so, gotta tell me twice. <laughs> with that, I think this is a team we're probably more familiar with than any other, being Packer fans and growing up in Superior, Wisconsin. The Twin Ports, where we usually only get the Viking games if both are playing at the same time. So, Kyle, what do you feel? Going yeah, this yeah. Game? If you're if you're unfamiliar with this pod and what we're about, um, the Vikings are are our are our you know true rivals just because of the proximity of yeah of which we grew up and just having to exist around insufferable Vikings fans for as long as we have. It's like fifty fifty, and we grew up in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I am I am worried about this game just because like I say every year this matchup for the Minnesota Vikings is their Super Bowl this is the most important game on their schedule it is every year Um, so they always play us the hardest and uh, yeah the two and a half is you know Vegas knows that these are always close games Um, wish it was a full three but uh, yeah I still think they're gonna gonna kick the shit out of them but okay you just you, you just never know with these with these punks okay hank what do you think going into this i think especially with your job you deal with viking fans a lot especially now in winter you're seeing more viking hats viking jackets what do you think yeah <laughs> how, yeah how, do you I think mean, that uh, comes into play in this game yeah yeah <laughs> i i mean so here's my thing is like i've never been a huge viking hater um, if oh. I'm being quite honest, I'm like actually okay. really disappointed to hear that. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Some, I'm sorry. You said some I don't disappointing to, things. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not anything I don't hear at home, <laughs> but 
Yeah, I mean, like, and so I, I don't know. Like, I there's a lot about the Vikings. Like, they're very plastic. You know, they're oh, like, yeah, yes. like, yeah, no, Synthetic. no doubt. Yeah, exactly. And like, you kind of like, I, I, I hate that. I hate how unoriginal they are, and just like, I, like, that's the kind yes. of stuff that I hate. Yes. But like, for the most, like, and but for the most part, like, I don't. I don't like hate the Vikings. I don't like hate hate the Vikings. Like I really do. I do like hate hate the Bears and hate hate the Lions. Really? Yeah. That's like, well, that I is know that's weird. really because weird. Now when I said you know the Vikings are like our true, I kind of feel bad about saying that. I'm gonna like, say I disagree with it's, that. It's statement. like it's like it's not. It's like their little brother. The, and the Bears like, are more our rival. Well, we hate the Vikings yes, more. Yes. Yeah. I, I definitely messed that up because I just love how much. The Vikings hate us, mm-hmm. yeah. and I just love kicking the shit out of them because there's this again. It's, this is their Super Bowl. Yes, it's something that someone posted this on Twitter. I forgot who. With all this, you know, the talk of the stock sale today, you you hear a lot of shit talking from Viking fans saying how stupid it is. You don't see it from Bears fans because yeah. there's almost like that kind of mutual respect there. Yeah, rival franchise. rival almost implies that yeah, there's some level of respect there where <laughs> right. yeah, there's there's history and yeah, there's yeah. like I don't respect the Vikings franchise at all. Yeah, it's, Randy Moss mooned Lambeau Field. It's like, we will never it, look past I, that. I, Disgusting. The, the 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 first game I went there with the it was the. NFC North, you know, clincher with a Zadarius Smith yes. game, five sacks. Yep, uh, I, that <laughs> brought that brought my disdain for that franchise to a new level. And I've talked about it before, but the, the whole pregame, you know, build up and everything was just so disgustingly loud, like such a pumped in crowd noise and like yeah. just staticky and just really bad. And then the school chant, like the soccer, it's like I, you're just such so unoriginal and just bleh. But like, I mean, it, it's kind of just like Minnesota in general, right? Like yeah. they're like, oh, we <laughs> yeah. like, let's like, like, oh, Juicy Lucy's like the best hamburger. And it's like, it's it's <laughs> not they, even they're good. Not you good. Know? Yeah. They're not good. Like, I don't know. Like, I, like that's the thing. It, it's just, but like that's just like Minnesota. <laughs> never gotten not passionate about it. Take I, well, I, like, it's just, I love cheese. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Hank. I love cheeseburgers. I eat, on average, it probably averages out to about three hundred cheeseburgers a year. What? <laughs> what? I don't know if that's true. Maybe not anymore. I love cheeseburgers. I've already ate six cheeseburgers this week. <laughs> but something with Juicy Lucy's, and for people who don't know what Juicy Lucy's are, it's just a burger patty. You put cheese inside them. I don't know why we're making cheese dangerous. You know, because you bite into it, they, they piping hot. There's you almost have to sign something before getting a juicy Lucy because <laughs> the server will always tell you, "Hey, just so you know, you're gonna want to cut it because it's gonna squirt. It's gonna be hot. You don't want that." And it just sucks because it's like you get the juice, it all oozes out, and you have like four cheese bites, and the rest is like you're eating the overcooked hamburger. Yeah, like edges. the best part of the burger is just you know gripping and ripping. Like yes. you gotta like dance around and like cut it. That's what's the point of the burger? Then? Yes. It's just like you have a per, you have like a really good thing, and it's like you gotta try so hard. Yeah, you're like and that's like just Minnesota in general is like there they're you trying one hundred percent so hard at everything all the time, and that's like they always it's it's the same kind of thing when like Minnesotans are like shitting on Wisconsin mm. nights, right? It it's like they're shitting on they're like oh they're they're trash they're like hillbillies they're like like drunk yeah and but it's like it's I, like. It's like we don't really think about you, you know? Exactly. Like, the only time I think about you is like when I'm like, God damn, I just like wish I wasn't here right now. <laughs> you know? And, and 
the, and, it really it's just in Minnesota we, roast sesh. Let's we've go. Talked so much, these are the best episodes. I and we've talked about how everything's so fake with them too. Literally the stupid horn that they have. Oh it's not even a real God. horn. They go up and they play the audio, whatever. It's the skull chant, which they literally, you know, we t- um, stole from a soccer team. Yeah, we mentioned it earlier. Stole from a soccer team. Everything about them is just so. Uh, I can't wait to see how poorly the stadium is going to age too. Like this glass all over is just going to turn like green and look shitty. Yeah. They've already they had to spend millions of dollars last off season just plastic um, patching up the plastic siding that they have. Like, what is the inspiration for that design? It looks like a piece of origami. It, what or what or are like, they going for? Or like. It vaguely looks like a spaceship. It looks like the, uh, what are the uh, big, um, the first Star Wars movie, New Hope, the big ones that had uh, C-3PO in it? The are they the line, Star Destroyer? Are they no the crawlers? The big on on the, a, the, the at the at ads? No, 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 no. I'm talking. I'm talking. Uh, desert planet. Why can't it? Oh, like the Jawas ship, the yeah. barges. Yeah, like it's not barges. I gotta. God damn it! There's. Can you look it up? I know there's a name for it, but that's what it looks like. I, I know the sail barges, <laughs> Java's thing. Yes. Um, I can't. God, it's the big. We'll figure it out. We'll post it from the account later too. Maybe. <laughs> Anyways, also the worst, worst drivers too. They merge Drivers? at 19 miles an hour. Minnesota, like they, they're, they're so like, oh, can I? Oh, ooh, sand callers. Can I? Can I change? Yeah, sand, can yeah, I get in this call. lane yeah, I can't here? Live in it. They're so timid and uh, South Dakota was all, worse. All you got to do, like, it. if you want to know anything about the Vikings franchise, just like go out on a Thursday night to like one of like, I don't know, like the western suburbs, right? Mm-hmm. And just like walk around one of their little like mall complexes and just look. Just like look at the people. <laughs> Rogers has talked about this too. The people and the it's not about everything else. It's about the people. And here the people suck. Mm-hmm. It, and it, I think I think it is God. This is they don't all. This suck, is but. this is we we really are on a soapbox here. But like their fans have definitely influence my view of the franchise it's one of the reasons i'm such a big fan if they were a little a little more self-aware yes like but they 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 engage in discourse as if they're this storied franchise with like a history of winning and it's like you're not even welcome at the table here one of the reasons why i'm such a big fan you were just talking about it there is like you know you build off it like the shitty viking fans just get to you and it's it's it was literally like, <laughs> and you know him, another Kyle, Kyle, who's kind of a troll. He's one of the reasons why I became such a Packer oh, fan because yeah. I remember going to like the bus stop and he would talk shit about the Vikings. I'm like, well, I don't know anything about the Packers. Yeah. You know, I was in like third grade or, yeah. or whatever it was. And over time, it's just, it's like you just, you so, can't admit that you are a lesser franchise. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, it's, it's kind of a, a lacking self awareness. But on the flip side of that, I do, I, I do understand why a lot of NFC North fans would hate the Packers because oh, Packer fans are I'd hate them. the I, absolute worst. What, 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 what I will say on is, Twitter. I mean, not the worst, on but, Twitter. Like, one, but like the worst of the Packer fans are yeah. really, really bad. Yeah. Well, one thing I'll say is that today we have learned that. Basically, Spencer's fandom and the inspiration for the pod has come from Vikings fans. Wow! Eh, no, there's there's different it's pieces. Actually, yeah, both. Yeah, I mean, like two the, separate like, Vikings to, like, fans too to make that connection. Yeah, hey, you, um, you could say that. Yeah, I mean, like it's like anything today. There's so much information out in the world. You can have any opinion and but, reference like, something. I, exactly. So okay, so like, don't 
like organization, not really. But like I have out of all the other NFC North teams, I have respect like respected the Vikings Ugh. players. Like the players that have come through there since the nineties. Like they've had some amazing like players to watch. They really have. Like Fred Smut. <laughs> Fred Smoot. <laughs> Smoot. There you go. Smut. You respect him so much Same you thing. don't even Smut. <laughs> yeah. Fred Smut. Like I mean Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the bar. Ah, you know? Love. Like I mean Love Boat. Yeah. Like off the field talent. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but let's, but like I mean get, like let's honestly, really I mean let's... you got like you got AP. You got <laughs> yeah. right. You got AP. Randy you got um, you, you got Randy Moss. Yeah, Delvin I mean, Cook is carrying the torch yeah. for AP just <laughs> fine. No, we're not. We don't. No one's going to talk about that though. But, but all I'm saying is that like they have had like players that like they have had the most talented rosters besides the Packers uh, in the <laughs> NFC North, and like I respect. According, I, I guess, according to the media, if you're talking about like respecting players, I would respect the Bears' defense, defensive players over the last 15 years more than the fucking Vikings and Jared Allen running his mouth for no good reason. Mm-hmm. All those fuckers, I fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, and fuck you, Hank. Yeah, Kyle, what is your score yes, prediction Benny. for this game? <laughs> score? Wow, let me catch my breath. That was. That was passion. Okay, just, just spitting facts. I'm gonna, Hank, I'm gonna go uh, score, <laughs> score prediction. <laughs> I can't wait to. Oh, I can't wait to hear that back. God, it's passionate, Spenny. Soak it in, people. It's it's rare, but do you have your score? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm just like all right for my score. God, I'm I'm him and Han. I, <laughs> you know, we're I, I don't looking forward to the schedule. Don't. I don't I don't think the Ravens are that big of a threat. Maybe the Browns. If we're going to lose another game this year, this is the Don't. number one one I'd put up, but because whatever, I have a Packers podcast and Kyle's going to yell at me. Yep. <laughs> I have the Packers winning 31 to 28 nice. by a field goal. Hey, maybe it'll be a last second field goal where we're all shitting our pants, wondering if the operation is going to go through, but it will. Packers win 31 to 28. Ooh, Kyle. I have a better scenario. Okay. It's 31 28, and the Vikes have a chance to send it to overtime. <laughs> okay. And then, yeah. That's my bold prediction, actually. I'm going to take that. Oh, okay. That so they, what, they so, miss a field goal to go to overtime, and okay, I like that. They implode. So, so what's your score prediction? Uh, shit. I guess I need the Packers to win by three. Then, yep. Uh, uh, let's go, man. Let's go 27-24. You just took my score. Thank okay. You. So, Hank, what is your score? Same. Cool. All right. Bold <laughs> prediction. Kyle, what is your bold Vikings, prediction for this game? <laughs> the Vikings miss a field goal to go to overtime. Okay. That's a good one. I like that one. Hank, do you have a bold prediction for this week? What you thinking? It couldn't possibly have to do with A.J. Dillon. Yeah. I was just thinking three touchdowns. <laughs> oh, A.J. Dillon. I love that. And yeah, I'm just going to go with that. Three right. touchdowns, okay. A.J. Dillon. Okay. Yeah. I'll throw this. Well, one of them is going to be a catching touchdown. I'm done. Okay. All right, you're making an already bold prediction even more bold by putting more <laughs> specifics on it, but okay, that works. I will have a bold prediction as well. We talked about him a little bit last week, not this week at all. Patrick Taylor, the running back Ooh. out of Memphis, who would have been you know, a draft pick probably if he didn't get banged up in his draft process. I have him scoring his first career touchdown Ooh. in this game. He is number 27, I believe. Yes. Quick stump spinny. Who... What at and what active NFL running back did he share a backfield with at his alma mater? 
I'm so bad with college. Uh, active NFL running back. Yes. Give me a division. Mm, I might give it away. AFC or NFC, I guess. NFC. Uh, let's go with uh, Swift. No. Uh, we played him this year. I've, I, I, Antonio Gibson. Oh, yes. okay. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I did not know that. There was, a, there, is a, there was actually a third person in that backfield who's also in the league, but the name escapes me. Okay. Yeah. I bet they probably had more than just two running backs on that team. But that's in the NFL. I mean, that's pretty oh, impressive. Oh, sorry. I gotcha. Yes, that is. Not not Clemson of the past. That's still crazy to look back on, but we don't have to go Georgia, you mean? Clemson. Georgia. Well, Sony Michelle, Todd Gurley. God damn, I didn't want to do this. Clemson had uh, Watkins. Oh, yeah. Hop- well, that's wide receivers. We're talking about running backs. Oh, I was talking whatever. Anyways, everyone's favorite part of the episode. If you could please leave a review, that would be cool. Five stars on Apple. If not, whatever. If you want a koozie, uh, email us at pppodcast.gmail.com or DM us on Twitter at pod. That is it. Once again, if you go to a Verizon or any phone store, just leave a bunch of reviews on all the phones. I do not care. We are taking over the entire planet. That's right. Hank? Do you have an according to Hank this week? I got something. All right. Well, let's go. Let's get right into it. It's been a while. Yeah. So I actually will be at the game (gasps) this weekend. Kyle, are you? I don't know. You trying to go? No, I'm going to be hunting. I told you that. That's right. I don't know. I probably won't. I mean, I'm going to the Rams game next week. So we'll sure. Yeah. I just, uh, it's only the second NFL game I've been to. What was the first one? It was the Vikings Packers game when. Rodgers was hurt in 2018. Yeah. Oh, um, and it in was Lambeau? Think, like Hunley was starting. Was it in yeah, Lambo? 16 nothing, I think. That's yeah. that's one of the last yeah. the, I, I was so high life. up, I couldn't see anything. That's but like for the better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but like, and I, I'm like, I mean, I like, I didn't spend a lot of money, so I'm going to be pretty high up this time. Hell so, yeah. um, and so like, I've been getting pretty hyped. You know, <laughs> I've been drinking a lot of energy drinks. Okay. And um, I've been like I go to the quick trips because they have they trip. have the G fuel right, nice. mm. and so like I've been thinking in between leaving cans on uncle and aunt's coffee tables Ooh. that, and I leave a little in the bottom still when they're cold to leave a few rings. Um, <laughs> bad boy, and, <laughs> you are yeah. Um, and so I've been like yeah, I've been thinking <laughs> caffeine. Caffeine gets me like I become a little devious. <laughs> Great word. Yes. And so, yeah, I've been thinking we have a lot of like we have a lot of gamers on the team, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we have MVS, AJ Dillon. Kurt Banker. I've watched some of his stuff. Kurt Kurt Banker is like the best NFL Fortnite player, apparently. Like he he seems to be like the best gamer in the NFL. I don't know. MVS is pretty nice on Call of Duty. But yeah, go ahead. And so I was just thinking, like, what would their G Fuel flavors be? Okay. Mm. Like, do you, have, do you have some ideas yeah, well, here? Yeah, they're sponsored. No, I don't. Or really. you? Are I'm, you just, I'm asking that to you. Us. Yeah, like, well, so what we are got some, those three. I'm not familiar with G Fool. Like, what are some of the? You could you could rehash the terrible. Like, are they uh, are they like you know zany strawberry or like you know blast from the past blueberry like gonna, shit like that? Like, I'm how's it name named? You, name you a few. Okay, and then we'll just go off of that. I like that. Okay. Okay. Let's say you could just rip them off and be the G Force. G oh. Fuel. Whoa. Already tried that. G-Force. That, those G-Force. songs are terrible. I G-Force. think they're on Spotify. I mean, that's, that's just not good. G Force. <sighs> I don't know. It could be. I don't know. We got. Okay. Orange Cranthony. Cranthony. Is that like cranberry? Inspired by Mercant. Mercanthony. Oh. 
Oh, it's not a cranberry reference? Okay. okay. Um, we have the juice blacked out. The, the, that's what it's called, the juice? The juice blacked out. We that, have pineapple. That's the Henry blacked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Henry is. blacked yes. out. Yeah. Strawberry, pineapple, coconut. These flavors aren't very good. But our, <laughs> we got black ooze and red ooze. Ooh. Uh, that's what it's called? Mm-hmm, ooze? Mm-hmm. We have the oh, sour God. blue chug. The, the what? Sour what? One shot girl. Um, what, strawberry slushy. What that's ooh, one, shot, by one shot girl. One shot MV. No. What were the ooze ones again? Red ooze. And black ooze. Black ooze. <sighs> it's not going to work as well. Red coons, but see that doesn't work as uh, well. And plus, he hasn't played in like seven. Yeah, years. I was thinking MV Quench. Ooh, that's pretty good. I that's like pretty that. Good. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I mean, there's got there's something with AJ Dillon's well, thighs you could probably put in there, <laughs> but at the same time, that doesn't sound like something I want to drink. Uh, I mean, if they promote watermelon, that, like, crush. make your quads yes. bigger. See, there you go. Yes, watermelon. Crush. He crushed watermelons with his thighs this off season. For those who Boom. don't know, that would be a good one. Okay. Yeah. Well, I like. That. I wish well, I had more time to think, but it's hard to I, do it off. Well, the cuff I, here. I like. I know I put you all on the spot there, mm-hmm. um, but I was thinking that maybe we could have some. Uh, listeners tweet us their best G Fuel <laughs> gamer flavors yes. for the package. G Fuel yes, gamer pl- flavors. Please, someone. Yeah. yeah. If if you're listening, yeah, send us a little, uh, yeah, your own Get G a little Fuel. devious. Yeah, come on. Hey, Jeff, you emailed us about the defense. So why don't you maybe maybe got a Twitter account? Or you can email in what, what your uh, you know, flavor would be. You know what mine would point, be? What? Failed SNL skit. <laughs> okay. All right. Shout out to That's good. All right. Well, we've already gone pretty long here, so unfortunately, I think we have to close out this episode. Uh, Uh-oh. Yeah, Kyle, have you thought of a song yet? Well, why don't you think about that right now? Hank, do you have anything no, else? I, what? Sorry. I can't. I can't now because... I want to pick a perfect song to okay. where you... So okay, the gonna, next week. Yeah. So, Kyle, do you have anything else? Um, No. Hank, do you have anything else? No. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. That was quite the drum roll. Well, I, I have a song. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. But is there well, is there like a drop to where, you know... We'll figure it out. Well, let's do this. Uh, Hank, why don't you send out the episode here? You, don't, you know what I say? You don't just say it again to Kyle and then... Come on, send us off. I just too much pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, do you have anything else? I do not. Uh, here's Desolation Roll by Bob Dylan. Don't sue us. Go pack go. They're selling postcards of the hanging. They're painting the passports brown. The beauty parlor is filled with sailors. The circus is in town. Here comes the blind commissioner. They've got him in a trance. One hand is tied to the tightrope walker. The other is in his pants. And the riot squad, they're restless. They need somewhere to go. There's Lady and I. Look out tonight from Desolation Road. Cinderella, she seems so easy. It takes one to know one, she smiles and puts her hand.
hands in her back pocket. 